Welcome back to the Wildcat Weekly Recap, the new Daily Wildcat News Podcast. I'm your host and assistant news slash science editor, Maggie Rockwell. This show looks to highlight any University of Arizona news you may have missed or need recapped over the last week. Today is Friday, April 23rd, 2021, and we're getting close to the end of the semester, people. We are in the home stretch. Today, we're going to start out with the virtual university status update from our reporter, Christian Barniak, as always. So the university will remain in phase three of re-entry this week and next, and that includes, if you do not remember, classes of 100 or fewer students that are designated as in-person or flex in-person to meet for in-person instruction. From April 8th to April 17th, the university administered 9,497 COVID-19 tests, which resulted in 53 positives, and that was a positivity rate of 0.6%. The rate of transmission in the university zip code had a minor increase to 1.04 from 1.02 the past week, but that is not anything compared to the weeks before. And the rate of transmission on the county level decreased to 0.91 from 1 the previous week. Also, the Campus Area Response Team, or CART as we know it, was deployed to eight incidents of large gatherings last week, which was kind of a decrease from 11, but come on, we got down to two. Let's keep going, people. And the University Point of Distribution, or POD, has now administered 175,548 doses of the COVID-19 vaccine. And President Robbins noted that the POD recently saw a dip in vaccinations and said, if you or people you know are not yet vaccinated, please register for an appointment or help spread the word. We really need to get people vaccinated and have a lot of work remain to do, not only here locally in our community across the nation, but indeed around the globe. He also asked Arizonans to participate in the university's antibody testing initiative, which which will inform research on vaccine effectiveness. And you can read more at dailywildcat.com. Moving on, we have the Arizona Board of Regents recap from our reporter, Sean Collins. So the Arizona Board of Regents, or ABOR, live-streamed a public portion of their meeting covering all these topics that range from changes in tuition to to contract extensions on April 15th. So according to Karen Taylor Robson, the secretary of ABOR and chair of the Finance, Capital, and Resources Committee, for a second year in a row, there will be no tuition increase for resident undergraduate students at all three Arizona universities. So ASU President Michael Crow proposed no tuition increase for all resident, non-resident, graduate, non-graduate, and international students. NAU President Rita Chang proposed a similar measure, but is increasing tuition by 5%. 5% for graduate students, if you remember from last week's podcast, to balance out with undergraduate tuition. And UA President Dr. Robert C. Robbins said that in-state gra- undergraduates will not have a tuition increase, but we have a very modest 1.4% increase for other students and 3% for our medical schools and veterinary schools. Robbins said. Additionally, he said that UA sees more of its classes moving in person and an improvement in the economy will increase tuition for the next year. According to Robson, the secretary of ABOR, the universities have struggled with declining state support. So 
state funding has been stagnant and it has impacted the universities greatly, resulting in a low rank nationally in amount of state funds provided to support this higher education. The universities provided almost $1 billion in financial aid during 2020 to approximately 81% of undergraduate students, so that is a lot. So the board ended up passing all of these motions regarding tuition and fees for all of the universities. Moving on, the committee decided to discuss the contract extension of the Arizona women's basketball head coach, Adia Barnes, for an additional two years through the period ending April 30th, 2026, as well as a new base salary, which was not immediately stated, and this was unanimously supported by the Board of Regents. They also held the election of officers for one-year term beginning on July 1st, which included the chair, chair-elect, secretary, treasurer, and assistant treasurer, and all of these were elected by the officers. Also, the board decided to ratify the initiation of a trademark infringement lawsuit filed on April 7th in the Eastern District of Washington by universities in Pac-12 against Sportswear Incorporated, which had been selling unlicensed merchandise slash memorabilia using university-owned trademarks, and this included UA and ASU. So prior to unanimous board approval, the University of Arizona's Provost Liesl folks put forward the appointment of six regent professors, which we will be covering. And these professors included Dante Loretta from Planetary Sciences slash Lunar and Planetary Laboratory, Sonia Kalina from the Spanish and Portuguese Department, Marwin Kroons from Electrical and Computer Engineering, Stephen Archer from Natural Resources and the Environment, Sally Martson from Geography and Development, and Ian Pepper from Environmental Science. So that will be covered by the Wildcat. And Robbins went to point out that the number of employees down 2.6% for faculty, degrees awarded down by 2.7% to 10,847, and tuition revenue down by 3.7% to $620 million have all decreased. And he attributed this, obviously, to the pandemic and the economy. And Robin said that the university was in the top 20 for both enrollment and research expenditures and has stayed 97 among national universities and was also recently added to Forbes America's Best Large Employers list out of 500. It was number 16. And he also wanted to know an increase in diversity and percentage of students with higher high school GPAs that were entering the university. He also pointed out that the Hispanic Association of Colleges and Universities was recently named the university's outstanding member institution of the year, and the university's focus to promote Hispanic and Latinx college student success is important since 26% of our undergrads identify as Hispanics or Latinx. According to Robbins, UA admissions has also expanded the number of tribal affiliations offered to Native American students, including all federally and state-recognized tribes. He also talked about research and development, a goal from ABOR for 2025, achieved in the fiscal year 2020, and UA plans to invest even more into our large research projects like OSIRIS-REx, which you can read about from our science desk and collaborating with more big companies for these type of projects. This is a really big article. It was very well written. If you're interested in any of this type of stuff, you can read more at dailywildcat.com. Next up, we have the minimum wage 
Ray's Q&A with our reporter Brianna Aguilar. So she interviewed with CJ Boyd, who's the campaign manager for raising Tucson's minimum wage to $15. And this raise would not be immediate and it would be a series of gradual increases by 2025 where it would become $15. So the campaign's goal is to reach 30,000 signatures by July 2nd, and it is in need of more volunteers. So Brianna spoke to Boyd via email to find out more about the campaign. A couple of the questions she asked were, why is it important to advocate for a $15 minimum wage by 2025? And Boyd answered, we advocate for a living wage because we believe everyone should have the dignity of earning enough to live without needing to work more than 40 hours per week. Sadly, even $15 is not enough for a single parent or even a couple of working parents with more than one child. We fight for a $15 minimum wage because it's achievable now and afterwards we will keep fighting for more. She then asked how can people sign the petition to which it was answered. The only way to sign the petition is in person. We have a list of upcoming events where you can sign at parks around the city and you can always sign at Five Points Market or XO Coffee where the employees are circulating the petition during business hours. The amount of signatures that have been collected so far through this past month are around 330 thousand signatures and 30,000 is the goal to be collected. And you can read this entire Q&A at dailywildcat.com. And we will be right back after a word from our sponsor. Fecal matter, the politics of beer, asteroids in space, and health communication. If any of these topics pique your interest, check out Behind the Beaker, a weekly science podcast produced by The Daily Wildcat. Behind the Beaker is a weekly podcast hosted by me, Udbha Venkatraman, and me, Jillian Barch, about the unbelievable science and even more unbelievable scientists behind it at the University of Arizona. Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you stream podcasts. And follow Behind the Beaker on Twitter and The Daily Wildcat on all social media platforms. That was a word from our sponsor. If you are interested in working for The Daily Wildcat and are a University of Arizona student, visit dailywildcat.com slash apply now. And the applications will open up next week, hiring for the summer and fall. Interested in getting the news right in your inbox? Sign up for one of our weekly newsletters at dailywildcat.com slash newsletter sign up. Lastly, this week, we did not have a police beat from this week, but from last week, we are going to pull a another police report from March 30th. So with this police report, an officer was driving on park towards 2nd at, on March 30th, pretty late in the evening. Um, when he was notified by another officer that there was a dude standing near the corner of 2nd Park, and he decided to go check this out and see who this man was. Um, and it was referenced that he was possibly intoxicated. So, he saw the man walking on 2nd Street, and he was, you know, pretty drunk. He was stumbling. He didn't look so awesome. He was pretty slow to respond to the officer when the officer was talking to him. So the officer um, asked for his ID because he had good reason to believe he was under 21. So he gave him the ID and basically it was not his ID. So he 
asked the kid if he would answer some questions, if he knew his rights, and he was like, yeah, okay. And he asked him how old he was, and he answered, and he said that the ID didn't match his date of birth. When asked how old he was, he said, I am 95. So then the officer said, do you have a real ID? And the guy started going through his pockets. He pulled out his wallet. He handed the officer's credit card and the officer was like, no. And so then he handed him his cat card and he was like, well, this says this is your name. And this is what the other name is on the ID. And he goes, well, that's my name. And the officer was like, okay, dude. So then he ran the ID. It turns out that the fake was actually a real ID, just clearly not his. Um, he couldn't give him the right date of birth. You know, there was a lot of stuff going on. And then he revealed that he was a member of the Pi Kappa Alpha fraternity or Pike, as we like to call it. So then he had TFD or the Tucson Fire Department come and check this man out because he was unwell. They said he was fine. He was like, okay, I'm going to go home. Um, and the officer was like, okay, well, here's diversion and he kept refusing a ride and he's like upset that he has to go complete this whole diversion thing and you know he just he just walked home after that and that was it not the most exciting police beat ever but you know what can you say about a 95 year old that's all we have for you this week. Stay safe and mask up, Wildcats. This has been the Wildcat Weekly Recap. If you like what you hear, subscribe, comment, rate, and share. Thank you to everyone who helped put this show together, including myself, the host, Maggie Rockwell, news editor, Priya Jandu, managing editor slash producer, Pascal Albright, multimedia reporter, Megan Ewig, editor-in-chief, Sam Burdett, the Daily Wildcat, online all the time at dailywildcat.com, and you, of course, our listeners. For story tips, please email storyideas at dailywildcat.com. And this has been your Wildcat Weekly Recap.